You are listening to the Quarter Transmissions. Or leave episode seven. I couldn't have prescribed better. Welcome to Short Leave, episode number seven. This is part two of our Vendor Room Spectacular, including such favorites as Andy Fark of Five Year Mission, coming back to the show to give us an update on what the band is planning for their table. We've also got Bye Bye Robot bringing some incredible artwork to the vendor's room. And finally, we will chat with Tom Cruise of Stoked Radio about the exhibit that he is going to be part of at the con in the vendor room. So to help me get through all of this great content I have with me, the driving force behind Shirley, my co-host, the much beloved Heather Barker is here. Aloha. <laughs> can we can we say aloha and Risa? Like, Absolutely. I it's like, it, you know, it works. Then I'm going to Hawaii in like five months. So uh, yeah, I'm just going to say I can say that. Aloha. Why not? And in 30 something days, you'll be in the Las Vegas version of Risa. <laughs> Yes, that is my rice. I get to go to two rices this year. How Amazing. how awesome is that? I actually might be able to go to two myself. I'm trying to plan a Disney excursion. Oh, stop it. In September. Stop making me jealous. We were oh, just yeah. talking today, but it'll probably be a couple years before we go because oh. we've got some other stuff we've got to do. And we've yet to go to Disneyland. So oh, yeah, that yeah. is there. But we're, I mean, I grew up in Florida, so I grew up going to Disney World. And I've heard if you go from Disney World to Disneyland, it's not so grand. No, it's not. No. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we, I have um, an annual pass. Uh, to well that's the weird thing i live in new jersey <laughs> and we have annual pass for disney world in florida um so that gives you guys out there a little bit of insight yes. into me but yeah, so the annual passes are up in october so i want to squeeze one more trip in to get my money's worth oh. out of my annual pass well so uh do like a long weekend or something like a four-day weekend or something uh, I'll try not to be too jealous. Well, uh, it's going to be a stealth trip, so I'm probably not going to post a lot on social media. Just, <laughs> gotcha. just, go, just to go because I'm a big fan. So we're going to go to Epcot Food and Wine Festival. Uh, yep, yeah. that's the thing to do. So at, at some point, we're going to have to do this Disney podcast between us and the Trek Geeks <laughs> guys. Yeah, and we're all pretty much expert level mouseketeers. Oh, we are. And well, sorry, all you Shore Leave listeners out there for this Disney aside Um you know, for some somehow some magic way, uh, well Disney magic, but somehow some magic way, we were all of us are somehow all fans of Disney and Star Trek at the same time. Oh I don't know if that's necessarily a common thing. No, although I did hear, and I never saw them, but supposedly last year there were some people that were doing like a Disney Star Trek hmm. cosplay mashup. Oh, I didn't see that. And I and so unless that is a rumored cosplay for this coming year that was talked about last year oh maybe i didn't i don't remember seeing that last year yeah so, i but then uh, again i mean i probably didn't see everything there was to see yeah i know that somehow i i somehow i still miss certain people that's just a reality of vegas i think is that it's just so so big and you're going places all the time and you're doing stuff and 
you get caught up in doing this and that with your friends or having little like unexpected excursions. And there's always like a handful of people that I basically get a two minute hug with and that's it. Oh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's, I'm glad we have an extra day this year because that means I can try to spread the love a bit more generously and get to spend more time with everyone. Yeah. Well, I think the extra day is going to be a big, big help. Um, I, I, I remember thinking to myself when uh, we saw announced right after the last convention last year, that we're going to add an extra day. I'm like, Wow, what are they going to do? The four days is already crazy. Yeah. What are they going to do the extra day? I don't know, but I popped onto the creation website just to check it out because a sad fact, I no longer check the page every day. I remember. Yeah, I remember a time when I did that because I had to know who was coming, what celebrity was going to be there. And I I don't look at the page. maybe once every few weeks. Mm. Yeah. Cause surprising. the people I want to see are, is everybody listening, you know, our, our friends and our Star Trek family. So aside from like the panels, which, um, they've announced some of them and I'm always interested to see what those are going to be, but it's, it's pretty random when I checked the website, but I checked it tonight and I noticed now, where did I find it? I think it's the main page they announced the dates for next year already. What? Yep. It's in big, gosh, where did it go? I know it was like on this main page and then I just posted it into the unofficial group, but it was on here. It was on here and like bright red. And now of course. So can I just say, and oh, there it is. I hope that people from creation if there are if anyone's actually listening that you don't take offense to this but the website's really bad you guys really need to put some time into revamping that thing agree because i can't find anything on there (laughs) yeah it's not i mean they just shove everything like events and parties and then that has the panels on it yeah and there should just even be. be a different bar there for tab tab that's my word there should be another tab for that so anyway dates for next year is august 2nd through 6th okay so pretty much the same dates yeah but that's five days again second third fourth fifth sixth that's another five day convention Hmm. so maybe is it another anniversary um i think it's gonna be a, a maybe it's a tng anniversary i can't 2017 um my math is terrible i don't i don't know off the top of my head some hardcore trekkie needs to well we need to we need to save stuff to talk about after yeah we'll talk we'll talk about all that next year but anyway yeah but anyway so yeah they've got the dates for next year up there amazing and are it's the, another five for day. sale yet no <laughs> no <laughs> Look for those in December. <laughs> or during the con this year. Yeah, I do not expect to sell out next year. Of course, this is a unprecedented event with it being the 50th and it's selling out completely. However, Creation, you know, sold out Creation, released a bunch more of their tickets huh. on e- eBay. Kel Surprise. Yeah, Originally, I think they had made a mistake and they put up that there were like 50 general emission and everybody was like, what, what, what are you talking about? Yeah, I saw that. 
Yeah. And then that got taken off. And so now it's just, um, some gold tickets, captain's chair tickets, commander's chair. I don't understand why commander's chair is more expensive than the captain's chair. I think it's poorly named. It, it really should have been like Commodore's chair. Yeah. And they've got, I mean, they have it like gold captains, commanders, like the commanders is lower than, but I just, I don't, I don't know. I guess the commander seats are when you go into the auditorium, there's like three different kind of rows of seats. There's the, the main middle rows and then there's another section off to the right and another section off to the left. And I think that the commander's chairs are over there. Hmm. So I think maybe because of that seating, since it's closer to the front, but it's off to the side, that makes it better. I don't know. Captain's chair. I've gone the last two years as captain's chair and my seats were in the middle right behind gold. Yeah. Th- you know, I remember sitting up there with you last year. Yep. And they were nice. Yeah. They were nice seats. Um. And I would say that, I mean, this is something that we should have said like six months ago or eight months ago. But um, if this is your first time going and you really are into panels, Captain's Chair is probably worth it. Yeah. You know, if it's your second or third or fourth con, maybe not so much. Because, uh, you know, e- even though you, you if you buy general admission or, um, you know, the, the day passes and you just take one of the the seats in the back, there's some really cool giant projector screens yes. that you can see very, 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 very clearly. The audio is great no matter where you are. You don't have a problem hearing. So if this was my first con, I'd probably go crazy and do captains <laughs> or gold. Like, hey, I want to be up front and see everything up front. But, um, you know, now this is going to be my third STLV, and I'm, I'm more than happy to sit in the back. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, my first, gosh, 2009 through 2013, I did general mission the, the weekend. So all four days, but mm-hmm. general mission. And then, so I met Claire in 2013. So 2014 and 2015, we did captain's chair and I enjoyed it the first year that I did it. I was like, you know, it's time to do something different. And so the parties were fun, but they were fun because of the people I was with. Yeah. So then, you know, last year, the entertainment for the captain's chair party and the gold chair party was five-year mission. So we got, I mean, it's five-year mission concert. We loved it. Um, there, no, not at all. There, the, the mix of fans at STLV is really interesting. And it seems like a lot of the gold fans are more focused on just, you know, going to the panels throughout the day. Um, they're not the same people that you find at the bar. They go and do other things and it just boggles my mind. Cause I'm like, Oh, there's people there. And then I, I rarely see them later in the day. But I, I think that five-year mission was too hardcore for some of those people that were a little older. <laughs> you know what though? It, that, that is one of my fondest, fondest memories of that five-year mission party that we were all at last year up in the upper deck of the Rio was that if you haven't been in that room, it's, it's tough to describe what it looks like. It's, it's kind of like a horseshoe shape with a staircase that comes up the middle, right? Um, and, and five-year mission is along the wall. There's like a spot where the band can set up at the head of the horseshoe, right? 
and the stairs come up underneath where they're standing, which is is a bizarre design of a room. And all these people are sitting around the outskirts of this horseshoe room. And I guess these are all those, you know, the gold and the captain's people and whatnot. And they're they're all sitting there. And then there's this small contingent of five-year mission fans, which is us, right? And a couple of and Jim Morehouse and a couple other people who are totally into this and we're dancing and we're singing and we're jumping all over the place. And you've got the rest of the people sitting around the outside looking at us like, who the hell are these weirdos? And you know what? I didn't even notice those people. I was having so much fun, but it's just, it's funny. It's just the, the diversity of the fans that are there. It just continues to delight me that there's just such a range, but I, you know, that, I think it was really Five Year Mission that made, and well, and my friends, you guys, that that made that party as enjoyable oh, as it was. Oh, and the aftermath was great too, and we all went outside on the on the that outside yeah. uh, rooftop veranda, and we're hanging out on the couches out there. That was a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean that that is really fun, and I you know I didn't even expect to go off on this tangent about talking talking about these parties and the tickets and stuff, and again, it's something we should have maybe talked about a long time ago, but we'll, we'll prepare you for next year. Mm. Um, you know, the, they offer this party for all, well, now it's commander and then the captain and the gold and it's in the voodoo lounge, which is the high, you know, way high up there. So you have a special elevator that you go in, you have to show them your ticket and everything or your, I guess your lanyard, your wristband, whatever. whatever it is. Yep. So you get up there and yeah, it's a two story restaurant, which I didn't even know. I think, I think I didn't know until this last year, because the first year I never went into the, the sit down area where there are tables. Yeah. It's like a steakhouse or something, isn't it? Yeah. It's a steakhouse. And so there's that whole bottom level is, is tables where people sit and, they say that it doesn't start until like 6.30 or 7 or something, but go early because every time I've gone on time, it's been packed and there's nowhere to sit. So I go super early um, and expect to, to possibly not find a table to eat your prime rib on. The, the food is yummy, <laughs> most definitely, but that's a downside. There's just never enough space. And in the past they have sold extra tickets to these parties to anyone. Yeah. Good call. Yep. Yeah. And I, it's a hefty, I think they're around $200. It's a hefty price tag, but they're, you know, they didn't do that this year and I'm sure it's because it's sold out. So it's gonna, there are going to be a lot of people at these parties and, I know who the entertainment is, and I don't know if Creation announced who the entertainment was for those parties, so I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> but it's entertainment that I've already seen. It's not five-year mission, so it's it'll be different, most definitely. And, it, you know, the people that thought we were crazy rocking out might enjoy it more with the band that's going to be there, which I'm sure will be announced soon. I think that if you've never done it, it's it's a fun experience. The view up there on that oh, balcony is just amazing. And I've got so many beautiful pictures of the strip from being up there. And plus, it's just nice to hang out. Usually, it's, you're so far up that it's a bit cooler. And it's nighttime, of course. Yeah, the breeze is beautiful up there. Yeah, and it's got that nice breeze. So, you know, maybe if you don't want to... I was going to say, if you don't want to splurge on one of these parties, but I think you kind of have to splurge. I think you have to, cause I don't, it, there must not be open to the public those nights that they're, they're having the parties. Unless you've got those really cool suction cups and you can climb up the outside of the room. 
<laughs> I know that they do open the Voodoo Club, and it's like it opens really late, like midnight or one or something. Oh, that's right, because they kicked us out. Remember? Yes, I've gotten I've gotten kicked out both years. Both years <laughs> I've hung out there, um, and I've closed the place down. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so I know they do that. And so I, I know that Sue, um, and I are planning to go dancing cause we keep saying we've got to go dancing in Vegas and we, we never do cause we just park ourselves at the masquerade and stay there, but we really want to go dancing. So I know you can go up there you could for dance dancing the for the club. Yeah, we could, we could. <laughs> But anyway, so what, what, how did we get on that tangent? I have no clue, but Tickets. that's what happens when we, uh, we have no agenda <laughs> and we're just doing a quick intro, which turns into a really long intro. Yeah. Well, we, uh, it was the tickets. So there are, there are tickets available from creation. So those are legitimate tickets on eBay. Super they pricey. are super pricey, um, starting at six eighty nine, seven ninety nine, and then eight seventy nine. Oh boy! And that's starting at. So I'm looking. It looks like a gold seat package is currently at nine twenty nine. They also put up some meet and greets with actors. So there's a George Takei meet and greet that's at two hundred dollars right now. That's not too horrible. That's not bad. There is, I think there's, okay, um, Armin Shimmerman and Renee Aubergine-Waugh are there. That's them together, so that'll be fun. They're, oh, the one I really like is Nana Visitor and Terry Farrell. Oh, nice. Because Terry, I mean, if you guys don't worship Terry and Nana already, you should. They're just, uh, they're such beautiful women. I love them both. Let's see. I feel like there's one more, but I can't find it. Anyway, so those tickets are there. If anybody's still looking and really, really wants to go, you can spend the money if you want to. And I'm sure people will. I mean, who wants to miss this? Nobody. Nobody wants to miss it. Nobody. So, well, apparently Brian Fuller might want to miss it because <sighs> they announced that he was going to be a guest. Like that segue? They announced yes. that he was going to be a guest and then almost immediately pulled him out. But now there's a rumor that um, some of his people are saying that he's going to be there. But yes. Maybe they just prematurely announced him and uh, we wasn't supposed to be announced. I don't know. But yeah. I mean, it's really not that far out. So yeah, it's not much time left to announce people. And it's not like they're holding out to sell more tickets. So this yeah. is a, a bit of a controversy here. What What do you think? Um. Yeah. And I, you know, again, the, I don't care about the guests. So it's not a driving <laughs> factor in my Tell us enjoyment. how you really feel. Well, I'm just going to be honest. I love my friends. I love my Star Trek family. I want to meet you guys that are listening. And I, yes, I we love both you do. guys. You are way more important to me than Shatner or Whoopi or Kirstie Alley. Um, that's just how it is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, we know that Patrick Stewart is is probably not going to be there. He's working on the, his play with Ian McKellen. That's and, a shame. Yeah, I'm so sad because I really need to get a new photo op with him. And he was here last year and did not do photo ops. He only did autograph ops. I do <sighs> not have a Patrick Stewart photo yet. Man, we uh, need it. I do. But maybe, I, maybe next year. Yeah, well, yeah. I, whenever the next big uh, next-gen anniversary, I'm sure he'll show up for that. Let's but I, I, I guarantee you when he does for an anniversary, the, the photo ops will be hard to get. 
Yeah, well, I'm going to... when they go on sale. Yeah, I, I will pay the 775 fee that I refuse to pay any other time. Oh, I will pay it. stupid fee. Yes, I will pay it to get that ticket because I have to get a new picture with him. So we're right at 100 guests on the, the, the guest page. Brian Fuller was 101, um, and I'm sure they did just announce him prematurely or there was some, like, misunderstanding and things need to be finalized, but... I'm Wasn't hoping the big deal last year that they were they were going to get to 100 guests and they just pulled it off right before the con. Wasn't that the big deal? <sighs> Maybe. <laughs> and now this year, like we've got 100 guests and we're still a month out. So, yeah, I bet you they're going to announce some more people. I'm sure that they will. I'm sure that they will. I have no doubt there who those people are going to be. I don't know. I really don't know that any of the new cast is the, you know, the Kelvin timeline movies mm -hmm. um, are going to be there because they're going to be promoting the film. Of course. So I would love for Carl Urban to come, but because everybody loves him. Right. But I don't, I just, I don't know that they, any of them will. So I'm really not putting any stake in that happening. And I would love to see DC Fontana. Oh, me too. Uh, she was just at, I think a Phoenix comic con. And one of my friends, uh, several of my friends, I believe got to have dinner, like, or a little get together with her. Wow. And I'm just like, Holy crap. That's amazing. I am so jealous. So Adam Nimoy is going to be there and I'm so, Oh, it says in his little blurb that he will be on hand Wednesday to speak and show clips from his new film, um, which is the Love of Spock documentary. And Claire and I are in that. Yes. And, of course, it was Claire with her eloquence language that they chose to feature her little spot. So I'm just there looking cute or whatever. <laughs> but I'm so excited that we got to be in it. And aside from that part, you know, I'm just – I love Spock and Leonard Nimoy. And so this is getting rave reviews. It's traveling around now, opening to all the Kickstarter um, participants. They're getting to see it. And – I really want to see the whole film and not just clips. So I hope that they do announce that at some point and then we get to watch the whole thing. It's a perfect opportunity to do it. It really is. And so he'll be there, which is great. Got a lot of people who worked on the show, but uh, can I, you know, your standards and they, we do have Sherry Jackson. Oh my God. I hope she comes. Uh, every man I know and many women are in love with her. I mean, how could you not be? I think it's, she's, she's not been to at least a creation. Convention. She canceled out the last two because of health issues. Right. So I hope this year she's well enough uh, to come. I do too. One of her her people, the the person apparently responsible for getting her there, is in the official Star Trek Las Vegas group and um, posted like something about that he was the one that got her there. And so I'm sure that if anything happens, he would update that group and let people know. But ah, uh, they've got they've got a lot of people from original series, which makes a lot of sense since mm -hmm. that's what we're celebrating. Yeah. So I, you know. Again, my, my vote is DC Fontana. And as I've said in many shore leaves before, Christopher Lloyd. But I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll see. And the good thing about for, for me is that I don't care. So <laughs> so Heather just went through this whole 20-minute diatribe about who she wants to be there. And she really doesn't care. But I really don't care. Like, I won't be disappointed. I don't have expectations. 
about anybody. I hope that they pull out some really great names so that everyone is happy, especially the people going to con for the first time. I'm so excited for those people because this is just going to be such an experience. But I am very much focused on cosplay and promoting shore leave and introducing ourselves to everyone and then people members of the unofficial group who i haven't met fans are my focus this year you know what else heather that we can say to our wonderful shore leave listeners out there is that um, another thing that they might be able to count on from us in the very near future regarding the new film we may have a very very cool upcoming episode about uh, a very special version of Star Trek Beyond. Yes. Yes. So we um, stay tuned. I don't want to <laughs> flip the cards too early, but um, you're hearing it here on Shore Leave first that uh, in a couple of weeks we may very well have a uh, quite exclusive interview with somebody involved with Star Trek Beyond and a very special version of Star Trek Beyond. So we may have some really cool stuff coming up for you very, very soon. And you know what else we have? What do we have? We should throw out there before we get into the vendors who are going to be on this episode is we're actually vending our own stuff. (laughs) Once again, I want to let everybody out there listening to Shore Leave know that on redbubble.com, R-E-D-B-U-B-B-L-E, redbubble, one word, dot com, if you go there and search for tricorder transmissions, you will find a couple of t-shirt and merchandise designs, and one of which is our special edition limited third anniversary shore leave shirt that is available and for a very short time. We're going to leave it up through the convention and, and maybe a couple days beyond and then take it down. So if anybody who is listening to the show and is going to the convention wants to uh, grab a, a shirt or other merchandise and bring it with you to the show and, and show your shore leave fandom, we would love to see you there. In yes. that shirt, uh, we're going to be wearing them ourselves. Yes. And just to let you everybody know that these this merchandise is a zero percent markup. So if you want to purchase it, it we um, we're keeping the price as low as possible so that everybody can can pick it up for the cheapest price available. So um, thank you for everybody who I know we sold a few. I get the emails every time somebody Yay! buys one. So thanks to everybody who's bought them before and um, everybody who who may pick up one we'd love to see you wearing a a shore leaf shirt that's so exciting at the convention so this is the first time in in three years that the tricorder transmissions has offered any kind of merchandise so um it's a new era that makes me feel special yay yes oh i'm so happy it's going to be great and it also the shirt features our very cool new Twitter handle that we're going to be using for the convention that my incredible co-host managed to snag. <laughs> it is at STLV50. Yay. Yes. So. Lots of tweets. We will be tweeting not, well, may, maybe we'll stop here and there, but uh, lots of, lots of tweets about what's going on, who we're talking to, what we're seeing. Yeah. Ugh. We're going to be doing a lot of interviews with people on the show floor. So especially anybody who listens to the show and wants to be on the show, find us at the convention and we'll we'll be more than happy to record with you on the spot yes. and put you on the show. And uh, we're going to be talking to a lot of other people. We're going to be talking to vendors in the vendor room and uh, maybe we'll even get a couple of celebs while mm-hmm. we're there. 
yes, be on the show with us. So, uh, and you know, we may we may get crazy and do some periscoping from that Twitter handle as well. So keep your eyes peeled for that. If you're not at the convention and you want to see the convention a little bit here and there, uh, we may be able to periscope for you a bit. Totally awesome. And I have one little surprise that you don't even know. Oh my goodness. So in our group, several people have been making little gifts to give to people. Wow. Um, Amber was one of them last year. And so it's like I've got this little collection of trinkets that people gave me. And so I got inspired because they were all talking about, oh, well, you know, let's make something and then give it to our friends. And so I was like, wow, that's a good idea. What can I make? And so I really racked my brain and I had to go back to my crafty roots here and I'm, I don't know how much I'm going to make because I'm, and I'm investing in this and the stuff is not cheap, but I'm going to make Star Trek soap. <laughs> so they're going to be, yeah, they're going to be little Delta shield soaps. Does it smell like Romulan ale? Um, I don't think I can find that scent at Michael's. <laughs> um, I'm debating whether I will scent them at all since some people are very sensitive to scented True. items. Um, I wanted to put gold glitter in them, but to do that, I have to find, you know, a body glitter or something that I can use in a bath product. There you go. Um, so they might just be TOS colors. Nice. And I ordered some supplies, so I'll see how much I can get made out of what I bought and then, um, see what, what time and what more I can afford to invest in. But I'm excited because I really, I really appreciate everyone, whether they're a member in the group, they listen to the the podcast. Um, it's just my little way of showing that, that I appreciate all of them. And, uh, so I'm excited about that. I was like, Oh, well, I'll just make soap. Cause that's what I do. <laughs> that is a very, very sweet gesture. Yeah, I'm excited. So anybody, I will, I will, I guess in our last like wrap up that we do before we actually head to Vegas, I'll have a number of how many I've made. And if people want to ping me, um, I'll try to set some aside, but it might kind of, it might might be first come first serve. I'll have to figure it out. It just depends on how many I can make. There's, there's a rumor of like trying to make 250 of something. And I'm like, I don't think I can pull that off. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a lot of soap. Most definitely. That's a lot of soap. Well, rumor has it that along with this soap that you're be making, there is going to be a very limited selection of tricorder transmissions buttons available. Yes. As well. Oh, I have an idea. Maybe to get one of those, we have to have you on the show. Maybe you need to come find us there you and go. let us interview you, and that is your prize. I like it. That's a really great way to do it. So everybody out there, I know we have a lot of you guys who listen to the show, and a lot of you give us feedback on the Facebook page, So, and a lot of you are going to be at the con. So look for us, tell us you want to be on the show, and you'll be able to grab one of those buttons and maybe some of Heather's unscented Romulan Elsa. <laughs> Maybe I should just make it blue then. Maybe I should just make it Romulan ale soap. I like it. Okay. Well, let's see. I'll figure I'll figure it out. But super excited. Okay. So this is our second vendor room extravaganza podcast. So we have a couple of really cool guests coming up for you here. And the first one is going to be Mr. Andy Fark. I sat down with him to talk about all of the cool stuff that five-year mission is going to have at their table at the convention. And there's some really cool surprises coming up 
in this one that uh, we didn't uh, anticipate coming. So stay tuned for that, as well as Charity Wood from Bye Bye Robot is going to be here to talk about the incredibly cool artwork that they're going to have available. And uh, I, I am totally buying a uh, Gorn headshot painting. <laughs> I wanted to buy it last year and I was trigger shy and I didn't do it. But this year I'm going to buy it. And then we have a really fun conversation with Tom Cruise, uh, DJ Maverick from Stoked Radio and Trek Radio. Uh, he's going to talk a lot about what they're going to be doing at the con at their table, their exhibit in the vendor room. And we get some kind of personal information from him that is really moving. Yeah. Yeah. It, you Just listen. You got it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it, it was really great. And uh, thanks so much to all of our guests for coming on. So uh, stay tuned. Heather, do you have anything to say before we launch into our interviews? Less than five weeks and we'll be there. <laughs> very, very soon. And oh, by the way, some of these interviews were actually conducted last week. So um, I know we, we made mention of, you know, seven weeks to the con in a couple of these. So if it feels like you stepped through a time warp listening to some <laughs> of these interviews, it's because they were conducted uh, en masse with our other vendors from our previous episodes. So um, give us a break. And <laughs> uh, we're going to go ahead and launch into my interview with Andy Fark coming up right now. Hey guys, before we jump into the rest of this Vendor Room Spectacular Part 2, it wouldn't be complete without Andy Fark of Five Year Mission, who's calling in from his car outside of a gym in Indianapolis. <laughs> yep, I'm all jacked up from not creatine this time, so uh, I'm ready to go. Give me some questions here. Well, I'm glad you're not roid raging. Oh, we have a strict no drug policy on this show. Well, I already peed before I left the gym, so good luck getting a solid test out of me. Well, I got some golden seal to sell you. Wait, uh, did you just refer to pee and then also use the word golden? Uh, yeah, but I uh, and then also before I left, I took a shower. How's that? Ah, very good. We, nobody can be dirty on this show. <laughs> Literally or figuratively. <laughs> I think I just got the figuratively part down. As always. So we, <laughs> we're we talking to people who are going to be in the vendor room. And obviously, since you guys are house band, you're also going to have a table in the vendor's room. I know you guys are going to be awful busy playing on stage all day, every day at the con. So I, I assume you're going to have some assistance at the table? Oh, of course. Any familiar faces? Uh, yes. Uh, Patrick's wife, Savannah will be coming and, uh, she was there, uh, in 2014 with us while we were the house band last year was just all us. Um, and then Mike's girlfriend, Ashley will also be joining us this year. And so, uh, she and Savannah will be tag teaming back and forth. So we'll actually have booth babes this year. Very cool. And of course, you know, we've had offers of volunteering from, Pretty much everybody on the Tricorder Transmissions family, extended family of on-air personalities and uh, various other spots. So I'm sure you guys will be tagged in there and probably, well, at the same time, you'll be able to promote. It'll be, it'll be like you guys will have a booth there for a while. Like the longer you work, the more you'll be able to get out about Tricorder. Oh, there you go. And I really appreciate being referred to as a booth babe. 
a booth, babe. Well, I'm going to have to put you in something something a little skimpy. I love it. So, well, it's only appropriate that these uh, rock stars have booth babes. You stop with the rock star stuff. Hey, come on, man. Being the house band for the 50th anniversary con, that's a pretty big deal. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> Don't be so excited, Andy. I'm not, I'm not going to deny it. It's pretty darn exciting. See, I said darn instead of damn. I'm very impressed. But then you went ahead and said damn anyway. <laughs> There's the joke. Oh, God, I have to get my bleeper out. <sighs> so speaking of the table in the vendor room, are you planning to have any new or special merchandise for this con? Well, we've uh, shot around a few ideas, uh, mm. a couple new, couple new sticker designs. Nice, uh, along with our older classic sticker designs. Oh, yes. um, let's see, we did the song "Beam Down," uh, which I'm sure you guys have probably seen on YouTube, or I posted in the unofficial Star Trek Las Vegas page. I'm in it. Yes, yes, you are, as well as Heather, who could not make it tonight. I shake my fist in slight rage at that one. Wag your finger. Um, Yes, I'm wagging my. I'm looking at her disappointingly, like I'm gonna give her a a good talking to. Yeah, we're talking about at least pressing like a limited edition single <gasps> of that, maybe with some special artwork. No way for the fiftieth. Let's see what else. Consider we're one gonna, sold. Well, duh. I find I I I I don't I don't think there's anything of ours that you don't have. Hmm. That's true. I think there was one T-shirt design that I didn't have. Yeah, well, we're, we'll possibly have some new uh, – one new design. If not, we're just going to really stock up on some of our tried-and-true designs, like the little death from above with us with our phasers and everything. That's a classic, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. But you're going to keep this box brain shirt exclusive to the Kickstarter? Oh, absolutely. Nice. Yeah, man, it, no one else is going to have that except the, except our our Kickstarter backers for the Spox Brain one. I will be bringing mine with me to the con. Oh, well, I I would expect nothing less. You got you you got to advertise your your favorite Star Trek band. Uh, of course, I'm the only Star Trek band in my opinion. Ooh, mm, controversial statement. You Boom. heard it here first on short. Moving on. Moving on to less <laughs> controversial things. Uh, we're also uh, exclusively we haven't actually sold them at any conventions yet, mm -hmm. and we're we don't have any other things going on until STLV now for the entire month of July. Oh, uh, we are going to have these new little things called Cubies. Oh, what are those? I'm not sure uh, if you have seen. They kind of look like Minecraft characters almost, except ah. not all except not all pixelated. Are make are they are they the band members? Yes. Very cool. Yeah, our our buddy uh, Wayne Birch, uh, he goes by the name Barfly. He does a, a, a couple weekly comic strips and a local news weekly, and he mainly started focusing on bands uh, probably like six or seven years ago. And he had an art show not all that long ago, um, and it was all based on Star Trek, Star Wars, basically sci-fi stuff. And uh, we were part of his art project. And wow. he made these little cube head QB guys of us in oh, full yeah. uniform and uh we we had them send us the file and it's each individual band member and we'll have those for sale as well to be a nice little puzzle for people to put together oh that sounds really cool and i guess you can figure out who's the most popular member by who sells the most cube well no we're going to be selling them as a set because oh, this is this is okay. not a competition hewlett <sighs> 
You mean I really have to buy Rittenhouse? Yeah, well, I mean, he comes he comes with a set. What you do after you buy the set is up to you. Cool. So tell tell me more about these. I'm I'm very intrigued. Are these are these made of like are they like a plastic thing or like a foam rubber thing? What kind of No, they're actually on a, like a really nice cardstock, like a nice thick like laminate cardstock. Oh, cool. So it'll be like I said, I mean, you'll have to cut, cut it all out with an exacto knife and uh there's instructions like, you know, Put tab B into tab A no and tab H and all that stuff. So, yeah, there's a lot of little slits to cut out, tiny little arms. I mean, they're, I think they're only about like – each of them are only about four inches high once you, once you put them all together. Nice. But it'll be it'll be a nice little thing. You can put, you can put them under glass, you know, whatever yeah. you want to do with them. Make your own little adventures. Can I suggest an idea for add-on sale? Yes. Why don't you bring with you a couple of cases of like Scotch magic tape so you can sell people rolls of tape? To tape them together <laughs> I don't think this is the type of thing that you're going to want to sit down and try to try to like put together at STLV. Why not? You need something to do between the con and dinner time. Mm, I think this is more of a home sitting like in front of the TV watching Star Trek kind of project. Oh, I'm putting mine together at Masquerade. Oh, God. Under the luck influence. With that. It's going to be covered in booze. <laughs> and and I will see to it that that happens. Both literal booze and audible booze from the people who are watching me put them together and fail miserably. <laughs> <laughs> you put that arm in the wrong slot. Boo! It's Borg fark. <laughs> Interchangeable parts fark. Ooh, actually, I didn't think about that. You could actually basically make like a little monster. Oh. You could be. You could like. You can. You could put like Chris's arm on my torso with Patrick's head and uh, Noah's right arm and Mike's feet. Now, are these are these going to be proportional? So Noah's arm is actually smaller. <laughs> Than everybody else's arms. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, everybody is all the same size. It's not to scale. Uh, Noah gets an equal shake. Yeah, I know. I mean, I was kind of hoping Noah would be super duper tiny, and he would be like, like one of the like, but like about the size of the old school like eighties or seventies like little weeble wobbles. <laughs> Because, 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 I mean, with with as much as Noah drinks, I'm always amazed that I have not seen him in like a weeble wobble little formation where he's just kind of swaying. That dude can he can take him down. For as tiny as he is, he can definitely put put the booze away. Oh, I was super impressed. Super impressed last year. Basically, at this point in his life, he's 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 basically pickled and has built up a tolerance. <laughs> Basically, whiskey is like is his like iocane powder, and he is like he is like the, the he is like the the dread pirate Robert. He's built up a resistance <laughs> to whiskey. <laughs> uh, he's killing Sicilians all over the place. Uh, six fingered men. Yes. Yeah, so, oh well, now we're digressing into Princess Bride talk. We're supposed I to be know. talking about STLV. I know. This is why we need Heather here to keep us on track. Rain us in, Heather. See, she's oh, she's raining us in. Uh, by osmosis, because I'm doing it on her behalf. Okay, fine. Uh, so let's get back to the little bomb you dropped before about this possibility of pressing a limited edition single. Yes. Song. Now, it's getting kind of close to crunch time here. Oh, What's yeah. What's the possibility of this actually happening? Can you turn that around this quick? Oh, yeah. I mean, we uh, we have been – all of us have been doing – 
in, in bands for so long that we have like little contacts here and there for different little things. Like if we need a quick shirt turnaround, we know where to go. Sticker turnaround, we know where to go. Uh, we've we have we have a few places we can go for like pretty fast CD turnaround. Nice. So I mean, we can we have we have options open. It'll be the art that is a different story. But I mean, we still have what forty four days thereabouts at this point something yeah. like that oh a little over 40 days 40 and some change mm. so uh, there's still time basically as long as we can get them like a week before we hop on a plane we're good to go okay so any idea of what the limited number is going to be uh i would say probably anywhere between 100 to 250 Mm. So and we'll actually probably like individually number these and sign them as well. No way. Yeah. Well, awesome. it, and the, the rest of the band doesn't know about that plan yet, but I think that would make it a little more special. I will make them do it. Oh, I need a low number. A low number. <laughs> sub 10, sub 10. Or I'll, a single I'll make, digit number. I'll, I'll make sure to, to, to set one of those aside. Ooh, how about, how about like seven? Seven? Seven. I like number seven. It's good. It's my lucky number. Lucky number. Well, I mean, yeah, it's Vegas. I mean, you got to do lucky number seven. There you go. That would be my dream if this were to come true. Now, now, I think that the hot one to get would would, would, would probably be number fifty. It would. It would. But I leave that one for Heather. Oh, oh, oh look at you looking out for your co-host like that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So I know you guys are going to be on stage the whole time. You're not going to have much time to to get out and run around and actually experience. The rest of the con, but are you, you are you planning to at least try to sneak out here and there? Oh, of course. I mean, the, like basically in between panels, uh, as long as I'm not needed to get up on stage and like do like rim shots for jokes, uh, I will be at least doing limited wandering back to the back to the vendors room and then maybe over to the I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if they're calling it the roddenberry theater this year since they're the whole roddenberry.com looks like they're taken over with that announcement this morning yeah i saw i think now i don't hold me to it i believe that they there's a bit in there that said there's something something going on inside of quarks there's like another stage inside of quarks okay i wasn't sure if uh that was just like a divider wall yeah, maybe it is. I could be. I could be mistaken at this point. This is why I wish Heather was here. Uh, I'm sure she knows all about it. But uh, I thought they were putting out a special call for like a third stage oh. inside of Quarks with other sorts of. Like I don't think they were putting out. Uh, I don't think they have any shortage of, of second stage right panels. Yeah, I mean, this might be like a like a a, a B squad sort of like or C squad. C call. squad. And said, hey, you know, all you other people. <laughs> Who wanted huh. to put stuff on, but we didn't think we're we're good enough or big enough to put into the second theater. Yeah, well, I mean, with it with it with it being a sold out show every single day of the con this year, I mean, they might be looking for like instead of secondary programming, maybe thirdary, tertiary. I I'm totally making that word up. I like that I better like than it. tertiary. Thirdary is better than tertiary. <laughs> thirdary. Screw seven of nine. Darn tertiary right. adjunct. Yeah, get out of here. Actually, you know, that may that's a really good idea to to lure people into Quarks. Is to yeah, have that's true. Stage in there. I mean, that's where they're selling drinks and food all day. So, I mean, they might as well like up the, up up that up those sales numbers. Yeah, go get a hot dog and a beer and watch these silly podcasters talk about what they do. 
I would come over to the 30 Airy Theater for that one. Oh, thanks, Andy. <laughs> big fan, big fan. Of Trek Geeks, I know. They're great. I they? know. They're my second favorite podcast broadcasting out of the Northeast. Oh, which what's the first one? Mission Log? Yeah. Nice. John, John, well, by, by this by this point, you should know that John Champion's my hero. Oh, I didn't know that. Man, you know, you know, Tricorder is my favorite. Oh, well, that's I we appreciate that's very nice. OK, how about how about this? It's a tie. No, I like I like I like that you like Tricorder better. <laughs> I'll edit that out if you want me to. Let's let's just leave it at that. All right. So anything else that you guys are planning for your shows at the at the con that you can talk about? Um. Well, we got uh, – I'm, I'm about to make a lot of people jealous here, but we got uh, the daily schedule the other mm-hmm. day. Uh-oh. I, I'm sure you're not – you're at yeah, – so mum, mum is the word at this point. Figured that. So uh, – but let's just say that there's a lot of cool panels going on. They got it sectioned off to where uh, there's going to be some pretty interesting discussions. Mm-hmm. And there's a pretty big surprise happening one of the days that a lot a lot of people didn't think was ever going to. Uh huh. So speculate. Is this something that I predicted on a prior episode? Uh, I can't remember what you predicted on a prior episode. Okay, well, I you were there, um, but that's okay. We'll we'll let it go for now. Oh, yeah, we'll let it go. I don't I don't want to try to get you to say anything that you're not allowed to say. Get you in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's looking really good. Uh, we got a lot of cool songs that we're do- going to be doing intros and outros for all the stars. And uh, that's about all I can really get into for that one. Let's just let's just say that CBS uh, gave, a, gave, gave, a, gave, gave some approval on some stuff that I was like, OK, good deal. <laughs> all right. OK. I like the sound of that. Yeah. So are you guys going to be digging up any old tracks out of the archive that you haven't played at STLV before? Uh, we've already started digging a few out for uh, a few of our live shows that we've been, we've been playing lately at conventions. So we'll be digging a few out. Um, obviously, we're going to have to dig, dig uh, where, where No Man Has Gone Before back out considering 50th anniversary, mm-hmm. first first aired episode. So we'll definitely be having to dig, dig that one out. Very cool. Um, hmm, what else was I going to ask you about? Playing the Apple? <laughs> you wish i do <sighs> maybe maybe if if we bring along an acoustic guitar maybe we can talk noah into like saren just like serenading you one-on-one with the apple oh my god i, I will go and rent one and bring it to you maybe like a little like backstage treat thing like after hours or something oh i was so thinking like you know like in between panels like noah could just stand up and like call out to me and I could stand up in the middle of the audience like, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> be almost like a weird like say anything moment. It would with, be. Like, the, the radio above the head. And he could hold the guitar above his head. <laughs> and I would swoon. <laughs> this is quickly degrading. It really is on, on your part. Yeah, I know. This is, this and, you're, is and, you're, and you're doing this all to yourself. It's tough to have Andy on the show. It really is. And just me. This is a first. Yeah, this is this is this is a tricorder transmissions first. Ladies and gentlemen, having Andy on solo. It's because I'm your favorite. <sighs> Twist my arm, make me admit it, why don't you? <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm going to get in trouble. Well, I don't think any of the other guys listen to this, so I think I'm safe. They don't. Okay, I'm safe. 
So yeah, I'm I I'm I, I'm your only fan in the band, Jeff. Let's put it that way, and remember that for future reference. I am remembering that. I remember that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so any uh, any other convention thoughts uh, before we sign off? Uh, it's going to be insane. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a ton of people. Uh, a stranger is just a friend that you haven't met yet. Brilliant wisdom from the mind of Andy Fark, ladies and gentlemen. The wisdom of Fark. From the front seat of a car in Indianapolis. Chilling in my Kia Soul, looking at a music venue owned by the Masons. Unbelievable. I, 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 we can all see that now in our minds. It's, it's, it's kind of cool. It looks like a weird uh, Turkish tower thing going on. I thought you were going to say Turkish bathhouse. Why it looks like this? a Turkish bathhouse. There's a bunch of hairy old men walking out wearing nothing but towels. White towels. White, white crisp towels. towels. And flip-flops. They're about to go take a schvitz somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Totally <laughs> off the rails. Oh, it's, well, it's me, so yeah, it kind of has to happen. It, it's not. It's not easy to stay on track. I blame Heather. I do too. I'll miss you, Heather. Dang it, Heather. <laughs> so, um, so Andy Fark, awesome to have you on the show again. Thanks for coming on and, and giving us a little preview of what you're going to have available in the vendor room. I know we're all looking forward to the new T-shirt design, sticker designs, and that exclusive limited edition CD if you choose to make it. And remember, all this is all this is just me spitballing, so don't hold me all to it, even though I'm going to make sure that we do it. Awesome. Well, thank you on behalf of Tricorder and the fans for making the band do all of that stuff. And uh, we are looking forward to seeing you at STLV. I think we've got a Quite a large contingent of the unofficial Facebook page that signed on for that first night event uh, oh, yeah. Tuesday night there. So we're looking forward to everybody getting together and uh, buying me drinks. Oh, I, I, I owe you one anyway, don't I? <laughs> and so does everyone else. I'm just saying that. So. <laughs> so thanks again, Andy. It's been awesome talking to you. Good talking to you, Jeff. Hey, everybody. We're back with part three of our four-part Vendor Room Spectacular episode here on Shore Leave. Heather is here with me. How you doing, Heather? Oh, I'm excited. What are we, like seven weeks away? Yeah, we're getting really, really close. <laughs> you can almost taste it from here. And uh, we are here with our friend, Tom from Stoked Radio, part of TrekRadio.net. Tom, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing fantastic. I'm really excited to be here. Goodness gracious. Excellent, man. Thanks. For, and thanks for coming on. And we, we've been trying to plan this episode out for a few weeks now. And I know you you volunteered to be on this with us. Yeah, yeah, I did. And, and the reason why is um, I, I'm not uh, an oldie to podcasting. I'm fairly new. It's only been a couple of years. This is my this will be my goodness. Let me see here. This will be my fourth STLV. I had to miss last wow. year, unfortunately. Yeah, that's a shame. Sorry to hear that. But totally excited when you guys are talking about vendor rooms and vendors and, and stuff like that. I'm like, well, I'm not really a vendor. I'm more of an exhibitor. So, um, you know, you guys want to talk about uh, what we do and this, that and the other. I'm like, well, let me just see if they if they're interested, you know, because uh, uh, of what we do. So. I guess I should say what it is I do. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, let's rewind a little bit here. And so for anybody who out there who's not familiar with uh, Stoked Radio or Stoked Show, can you give us an overview? Well, to start off a uh, quick history, uh, I used to work with Jupiter Broadcasting, which created the show Stoked. Uh, those who play Star Trek online 
uh, back in its infancy or even now uh, and remember it, uh, it was a podcast that was dedicated to all things Star Trek Online. Basically, everything from creating characters to, you know, strategics to just having fun. Uh, I was a part of one of the larger fleets in Star Trek Online, Jupiter Force, and I just kind of got roped into doing it with uh, Chris and Jeremy. Uh, for Jupiter Broadcasting. Those who know Jeremy now know that he left the show uh, back, way back when and is a dev for Star Trek Online, which was really cool. Talk about going from podcaster about something you love to working for the company you're talking about. I mean, that was a, a huge move. That's, uh, that, that's like all of our dreams. You know, we talk about <laughs> the stuff and then hope to get hired by somebody big. So, yeah, so then uh, when the show ended with Jupiter Broadcasting, there was a huge fan base and there was a lot of people who were, you know, this was their their, their daily routine. You know, we used to do this Saturdays live for like two or three hours uh, in the middle of the afternoon mm-hmm. and it was huge. So I decided, okay, well, I'm going to do the best I can to pick up the reins and continue the show. And I continued it for a couple of years until I ran into some serious health issues and I had to retire from the show mm-hmm. altogether. Sorry to hear that. I hope you're on the mend uh, it's it's been a work in progress. I'm very glad to say that one of the first things I did when I realized I could, and after I got permission from the doctors, was can I go to the convention this year? <laughs> They're like, well, we'll think about it. I'm like, come on. Uh, so it's it's been a long. Oh God, I almost did it. It's been a long road, and we're gonna let that oh, let, let, let that word lays. And um, but yeah, I'm totally excited uh, for going to the convention this year for a multitude of reasons. Oh, and what are those reasons now that you mention it? Uh, one is, for me, it's a celebration of life directly. Um, yeah. There was a lot of things that happened over the last year. Uh, seeing friends, uh, it, it's like a family reunion. Mm-hmm. Now, those who've been to the convention prior, uh, our biggest show was, I believe, in 2013, where we teamed up with uh, the new Starship Foundation and we helped bring the bridge for free for everybody to sit on, take pictures, and so on and so forth. And we live stream the whole thing. Uh, And there's still people who talk about the stories from that year and share pictures still from that event. And I'm very proud to have been a part of that. That's amazing. Heather, do you remember that? I do. And, I mean, it was Houston um, Huddleston who brought Mm -hmm. that. Um, And I volunteered on Sunday with him for about four hours just helping out, taking pictures of people. And uh, it was a wonderful, a wonderful thing to do. I enjoyed it so much. I got a free T-shirt out of it, which <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Um, I didn't, I didn't want anything for doing it. I just wanted to help support them. Um, but yeah, people mention it in the group all of the time. Like, yep. is it coming back? Is it it's, coming yeah. back? And uh, you know, hopefully, instead of it coming to us at STLV, we will go to it. Um, when Houston's museum is opened, I think it will be this year or next year at this point. Yeah, he's still touring with a couple of the chair pieces and stuff like that, and he's very careful with how he handles that stuff. But uh, yeah. as far as far as bringing it back to Vegas, that's a nope. whole different ballgame. Yeah, yep. <laughs> not gonna happen, and no. you know, unless it won't be it won't be his bridge if there is a next gen bridge there. Right. And, 
I was hoping there might be this year, but I, at this point, I think they might, they would have already announced it. I think what we're going to try to do, and this is not hopefully, hopefully this is a spoiler and not just theory, uh, you know, considering this year is, you know, the, the grand 50th and this is all big, every, you know, lots of TOS stuff going on. Uh, I'm hoping that I believe next year is the next generation anniversary and we're going to try again for that year. No, don't quote me on it, but we're going to try. Oh, wow. That sounds awesome. cool. So you said that you are not a vendor, but you're an exhibitor. What can people expect at your exhibit? Well, as an exhibitor, we're classified as an exhibitor because we're not really vending anything. Hmm. Uh, Trek Radio is a 24-7 online streaming radio station. We stream content from multiple podcasters that we are affiliated with. Uh, we syndicate a lot of programming. We also have a lot of live programming. Our GJs are located globally. We they, they log in and sign in and do their shows from wherever they're at or via remote. I've done a lot of remote stuff because I'll go to like Wizard World and Creation Conventions and stuff like that and I'll do shows from the floor and broadcast live and stream and do interviews. So our booth most likely, you'll see us all set up, a bunch of microphones and computers and this, that and the other and we'll have some kind of giveaway I'm sure. I, I, I'm not privy to it yet uh, and that's actually worrying me, to be honest with you. <laughs> but um, you'll be able to come down, and we do a lot of interviews with celebrities, and we try to get the celebrities to come down to the, you know, to the booth, you know, break away from, you know, wherever they're signing or when they have a chance, mm. and we get a lot of one-on-one -on -one time with them, uh, either at the booth or where they're at, you know, depending on, you know, the situations. And uh, we provide as much content as we can uh, to the fans, for the fans, because we're all fans. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds awesome. So do you have any special plans for the, the table for the 50th? Uh, wow. I don't know if we have anything special. We've been working on a couple of the, the <laughs> one of the things that came across our desk uh, earlier in the year. And it was my brainchild, but it was one of the things that everybody kind of laughed at. But then went, hey, that's a good idea. You know, it. it if you're if you've gone to the convention recently, uh, within the last couple of years, Creation sets up all these little uh, exhibits, either the Borg, you know, recharge chamber or the transporter and stuff like that. Uh, I actually thought uh, because I heard rumors from last year, so many people were getting sick. Yeah. Uh, I thought we, it would be nice if we decked out our booth to look like the sick bay. Nice, oh, good idea. Cool. And we were gonna. I think. I think we're still gonna try to do something like that. If not, we're gonna have. A, we're gonna have giveaways of like hand sanitizer and handy wipes. <laughs> you know, bandits. So we're just gonna. We're just gonna go like all out. Like try to do a straight medical thing. I mean, I'm even trying to. I'm trying to cosplay up as you know as a medical officer right. uh, <laughs> convention. Uh, and it was it was gimmicky, but I laughed at it. But I thought you know there was the, the first year I went was in 2012, and I caught. What was what is aptly named Concrud? I didn't know what yeah. it was. I didn't know what it was until after I got it. Yeah. Uh, and then I did some research after I became an EMT, and I'm like, I get it. It's it's basically, you know, you, it's a combination of everything that you can possibly catch when you're in a closed environment with, you know, 10,000, 20,000 people, you know, for three or four days. Obviously, this week, this year, you know, we're doing five long days, and some of us are already nervous about that as it is. Uh, but we thought of the sick bay concept as a way of promoting health. Yeah. Uh, so while we do our show as well. So that's, that's really, idea. yeah, that's just, I love it. I, now, now you have to do it because <laughs> I'm super excited and I, I just, 
talk let's talk about it for a minute i mean even okay. though we're kind of vendor focused but i think it's still a good point that we haven't really talked a lot about um is the the issue of getting sick and it's being brought up yes. fairly frequently mm-hmm. in the groups and last year thank goodness you were not there because it was bad yeah i so many people came home sick jeff were you did you get sick afterwards no i did okay. not amazingly i was yeah. depressed out of my mind but i was not sick <laughs> Yeah, I I was lucky enough that I did not get sick either, um, and I don't know how how I avoided it because I definitely don't take care of myself at the convention like I do at yeah, home. Nobody does. <laughs> I, you know, you don't exercise, you don't eat right, you don't mm-hmm. drink enough water. You're um, up all day. You sleep. Yes, hours. you're yep. sleep deprived, and so <laughs> all of those things in combination with being in a closed air environment. And, you know, like the only places you can really step outside of the convention hall is where the smokers congregate. So that's not really fresh air. And it's hot as hell out there. And it's extremely hot. Um, So, yeah, I think just a a general heads up to anybody who's coming for the first time, Mm -hmm. um, just make sure that you're prepared. I know – some some people have suggested getting a flu shot ahead of time if you haven't already gotten it. I don't get it because I don't work with people very often, so I, right. I very rarely get sick. I mean, this would be the prime time for me to get the flu from someone. <laughs> um, but I generally don't, but I just try to follow you know, the golden rules like washing your hand and if you're going to cough, cover your face with your arm, not your hand. Right. Stay hydrated. Like I know it's so easy to stay up all night, and I'm terrified now that I get up at 5 a.m., Last year, I was going to bed at like three and four and then waking up at seven just because my clock, like that's when I wake up. And I'm terrified that I'm going to go to bed at like three o'clock and then just wake up at five and not be able to go back to sleep. (laughs) So it's it's something to think about. And for those people that can practice some discipline of getting to bed a little earlier than they might want to um, drinking more water than you think you need. <laughs> like, just trust me on that one. And there are, there are water stations available throughout the entire convention hall area, um, in the rooms, in the vendor's room, the main room, the DeForest Kelly room and everything. Right. It is so important. And this from an EMT standpoint and from a, you know, uh, uh, a, a kidney failure survivor, um, it's so important to stay hydrated. You don't think about it. And, you know, you're partying, you're drinking alcohol, you're eating food. Okay, that's great, but you really have to stay hydrated. It is a lot of walking. You don't realize it because you're going from one room to another to up and down a hall. But when, you know, if you're like, especially for the new people, the older people, you know, understand it a little bit. Uh, the newer people, you know, it's, you don't think, but if you literally wear your Fitbit or whatever device you have that measures your walking, you'll crank out tens of thousands of steps yeah, yeah. just going around in circles. And you're standing 90% of the time. You're sitting for your pan- you're sitting for your panel, you know, for maybe a half hour, hour, and then you're up walking around because there's so much to see, so many people to meet, you know, and then you're running from location to location, especially if you got a bunch of autograph stuff or you're trying to get the deals in the vendor room. And the vendor room itself is huge. Yeah. It's very, very easy to, to get disoriented and lost in there the first couple of times. I mean, it, it, you, just, you don't realize just how big this is. You know, and then if you make the mistake that I made like I did the first year, uh, you know, if you're staying on site and you're in the masquerade tower, that's a long walk. 
from the masquerade tower to uh, the convention floor. Now, if you're in the Ipanema Tower, uh, it's a little closer, but it's still a pretty decent walk. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and it you know wear comfortable shoes. <laughs> Wear comfortable shoes because, you know, if you're going to cosplay, that's great. Carry in a bag, a pair of, you know, very comfy flats or something you can change off into, you know, uh, short of hand sanitizer and washing your hands, like Heather said, uh, you know, when you're back in your rooms, Lysol everything at least once over Uh, if if your clothes can handle it. Because especially if you're cosplaying and costuming, there's always always the stop and take a picture, stop and take a picture. You know, and then there's the group hugs, tons of the group hugs. You know, (laughs) and you don't think about, you ever watch the movie Outbreak? And, you know, how you watch the pattern of transmission from person to person. It it literally is like that. It's just a giant biological hazard zone. If you see any little monkeys running around, keep track of them. Oh, geez. You know, so you, you just really have to be aware of what you're doing and where you're at. And then remember, that's just in the convention floor. Then you go out onto the casino floor, you know, and then you're exposing yourselves to everything else. <laughs> exposing yourselves. Yeah. Uh, then you're, then you're, 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 you're dealing with those environmental issues as well as if you leave the convention and go elsewhere at night or whatnot. You, you just you don't think of all the different places you're at because you're constantly busy. Yeah. And, you're con- and, you know, you're always and it's just it's it's just one big five day long party. It yeah. is. <laughs> and it uh, for people that don't realize that may have never been to Vegas, like there's no smoking in the convention area, no. but there is smoking in the casino. Right. And it's brutal. There, it's, it when, does. If Ugh. you're if you want to come hang out with us, like we, you know, we're not all alcoholics. We just congregate at the bar. Speak right. for yourself. Um, it's <laughs> it's just kind of where people get together. Um, and hang out. And so when you're in that, that's part of the casino area. And so you're breathing, you know, that, that smoky air and you adjust to it after a while and you really don't even think about it. But I mean, I know that pretty much every year by the end of the year and I go for a week, I mean, I go this, this year I'm going what Tuesday coming back on the following Monday. Um, by the end of the week, I, pretty much have that you know sexy low deep voice mm-hmm. <laughs> great Part podcast is, voice yeah <laughs> talking a lot but a lot of it is just really the being around that smoke and then not being hydrated enough like you, right. you don't think about that being connected to your hydration level but it definitely is so yep. all very good points and i'm glad you brought it up because i it's something that we haven't talked about a lot and it's it's very important and something that we should talk about. Absolutely. Um, so, but I am excited. I'm going to come to your booth and it better be decked out. I hope it's, it's, it's the logistics of getting, you know, the, I remember what we went through with Houston and the bridge and getting all that coordinated. Yeah. Uh, and it, it was a huge undertaking and then trying it to, was. Do, you know, if anything, you know, I think we're going to try to get a hold of at least a supplier of like mini hand sannies or stuff like that, that we can just give yeah. out. Good. You know, you walk up, there'll be a bowl of hand sanitizer stuff that you can just grab one, attach to your bag or put in your pocket or some handy wipes or something yeah. if we don't do it. You know, because I, I personally, I was going to sit here and say, you know what, maybe we can find a bio bed somewhere, and, <laughs> and, you know, but the booth space is very, it's it's not, it's very finite. You can only put yeah. so much stuff. Yep in there and then with all of our broadcast equipment and the cameras and stuff like that it's like okay yeah this is a great idea in concept but then if we really want to do it we're going to need double the space and 
prices as you ever you could still you could get your point across with just like some light cosplay and maybe some like printed signs yep like i I think even that would just be good and and you know you can even if people come up you know tell them what you've been through and why it's important to you yeah it's that's there's there's a lot of backstory to that and uh, i'm hoping to run into um aaron eisenberg while we're there uh because yeah through through this whole ordeal with my kidneys, he ended up having to go through a kidney transplant himself earlier this yep. year. Yep. Now, fortunately for him, uh, there were no complications, and he got back out there and was doing his thing, and that was very inspirational to me. But I've I've actually had a, a friendship build over not just Star Trek, but the whole being a kidney patient and stuff, yeah. and advo- and advocating for you know you know being a kidney donor and and, and health wise and stuff like that. I'm not the picture perfect image of health, believe me. <laughs> uh, but I've become very aware of you know a lot of the things that I was doing wrong as right. a result of. And like I said, this year's convention is not only you know being there for the fiftieth, but it like I said, for me, it's a celebration of life, life and friendship. Well, you need to come join us at the bar so we could have a toast for you. Uh, absolutely, uh, definitely. Absolutely. It won't be liquor, but it'll be, it'll be it yeah. could, water, whatever. We just, yeah. we just want to say cheers and celebrate that you'll There's, be here and I'm going to stop getting choked up because we don't need to be the cry on another podcast. I know. I, I did that at one of the other shows too, though. I started talking about it. Yeah. So, it, 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 but yeah, it's, it's that deep for me. It, yeah. it, it's, if it wasn't for Star Trek and it wasn't for what I do, you know, with the podcasting and, and the connections that I've made. Uh, I, I really don't know where it's, it's what's kept my mind focused and it, it's been a, a pleasure and an honor to, to be able to do what I do. Absolutely. I have just a quick, quick thing and we'll get back to Jeff and questions sure. because I'm Sorry. sure there are more. Um, but something that we've just discussed, um, very lightly is possibly after, after the convention winds down, after we've done our little Shirley reunion stuff, is just having some people on to talk about their stories, their life stories, and why Star Trek is important to them. So would you be interested in, in doing that and coming oh, on? And Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. You know, and I'll be running around, you know, not only at the booth during, you know, times, but, uh, you know, this year I'm not just – uh, a, a quote-unquote vendor i also bought you know general admission tickets so i'm not right. tied to the booth like i usually have been the last few years so i'll be running around with a portable camera and a portable mic and, and you know talking to people you know because it for me it's about the people you know yeah. not just it's not just the star trek and it's not just the celebrities you know and, and i'm and somebody's gonna bash me over the head for this comment you know after a while the celebrities are all the celebrities you know you, you've, <laughs> yep. met, you've met them all you've talked to them you've interviewed them the stories don't change too much from yeah. year to year uh, but you know, it's the people that come and, and the, and their stories, you know, you know, from whether they're military, whether they're retired, whether they're, this is their first convention, you know, and I'm, and there's a lot of people coming this year who this is their first convention. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes you know, there are. And, and, and it, I, I've watched some of the chat rooms and people worried about the sticker shock and the prices and this, that, and the other, and, you know, and, and yeah, this is the 50th. It was, it was to be expected that there was going to be some chaos to this, you know, obviously next year when these people who've done the first convention come back for the second year, it'll be much more laid back, much more relaxed, and they'll be able to yeah. enjoy a lot more of it and really appreciate, you know, all the camaraderie there. I mean, there's tons of people who I can't wait to see, uh, and let alone thank for the support over the last year. 
Awesome. Well, we would love to have you back because what I want to do is just a very intimate sit down with, with people that love Star Trek and talk about how Star Trek has influenced your life. And I think you would be a great candidate to do yes, that. I agree. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome. Jeff, Excellent. questions? No. So I, I love we, the fact that uh, – oh, I got, I've got plenty. I love that Heather tipped the hand about what, what we're talking about for after the con. So uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. This is, this is going to be great. Uh, let's see. So, you know, I, you said that you've been listening to Shore Leave, so you're familiar with our first cons segment. Uh, I'm familiar with it, yes. Okay, so we have a little bit of time left. Okay. So I thought maybe um, we could take the next few minutes and do like a miniature first cons with you. Okay. All right. So you did say your first STLV was in 2012, correct? Yes. Yeah, that was the very first one I went to. All right. So favorite memories from that year? Um, oh, okay. Um, favorite memory from that year was, um, it, again, this was the first time I had even done podcasting and broadcasting, uh, for Trek radio, as far as being a remote. And I managed to meet Lisa Lo Cicero, who played Ensign Merle Paris on Voyager. Now I know her from Star Trek. My girlfriend knows her from General Hospital <laughs> and you know, so I'm, I'm sitting there talking with her. Actually, I started talking with her mother and very friendly, very friendly. And it was the first real interview I had ever done uh, with a celebrity. And I'm shaking like a leaf. <laughs> I'm compl- I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm here. I'm putting a microphone in this person's face. and I'm just like, uh, you know, so I'm trying to make references to tie it all together. Um, and then when we were all done with the interview, so she gives me a couple of autographs for my, for my girlfriend and my stepdaughter. Uh, and then she goes the ultimate. I, I, and my girlfriend called on my cell phone and I said, Hey, you're not going to believe who I'm sitting with. She goes, who? So I, she, and I'm like, and I looked over at her and said, would you mind taking this phone call? She goes, who is it? I said, it's my girlfriend back in Ohio. So all of a sudden I put her on the phone with her and I, you could just hear the, 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 the squeak. You know, that, you know, because she's talking to, uh, you know, Miss Cicero, you know, her, her fan favorite from, you know, General Hospital. It was just, it was one memory and the recording and the interview and stuff like that and meeting her mom that I will never forget. Easily, easily one of my favorite interviews. That's something that I have really loved about doing this show, Heather, is all these really great stories. Yes. This Everybody is the kind has of stuff, one. Yeah. This is the like, kind of stuff that makes the convention so special. And it's so hard to tell people who have not have never gone to one what makes it so special for all of us. I think stories like that is really illustrates how yeah. great these conventions they are. They really yeah. they really do. And I will say, you know, it, it you you may not have one of the experiences the very first year that you go. It's true. You true. might, you might not, but it gives you incentive to keep coming back. <laughs> I got lucky and had great experiences my first year, but yeah, definitely don't ex- don't expect it. No, I mean it's if this is going to be a lot of people, a lot more than we've had in the past. Yeah, with this particular convention, so you know don't don't rush yourself, pace yourself. You know, you know, try to try. You know, you wake up in the morning and try to have an itinerary of where you're going to try to go <laughs> and where your goals are because. You're not going to hit them all in one day, and you're not going to get to every panel. God, I've tried. Yeah. You know, trying. You know, running from glue guns and phasers to, you know, to this panel to that panel to. You know, it's just it's it's crazy trying to make all the panels, and you end up going, oh, I missed this, I missed that. If anything, the one thing I can say you don't want to skip out on is karaoke night. No, you definitely don't. 
<laughs> Especially if you're an Eric Allen Hall fan. Yes. That, oh, oh my gosh. I love Eric's such a great guy. For those who haven't met him, when you meet him, you'll you'll know why they call him Mr. Data. Yeah. He, he's, a, <laughs> he's a great singer, too. You know, Eric was like one of my first convention cosplay people memories. Yeah, um, I think so. For me, too. And I think he is for so many people because his likeness is just surreal and... I I just have these just these very vivid memories and I've got photos, but just seeing some of some of our my now my friends that were not my friends then just getting mm-hmm. together to do mass like photo ops just for everybody, you know, to take pictures of. You don't have to be a celebrity at this convention to get your picture taken. Oh no. Um, just wear something fun. <laughs> you don't even have to wear cosplay. I mean, sometimes people just want to take your picture because you got on a cool shirt. Um, but yeah, I just, and, uh, Giles, who is kind of the card stand in and Baron, who is kind of our Cisco stand in. Um, but Eric especially stuck out to me and I'm very happy that he's my friend now. And he was uh, my Kirok last year. Nice. So yeah, just had to chime that in. We love you, Eric. Yes, always. Awesome. So you had also said earlier that, uh, you know, you made a reference to, you know, we, you go to the con several years, you've done with the photo ops and all that stuff. But thinking back to your first con, I'm sure you did some photo ops at that one. Did you have any that stuck out in your mind as favorites? Uh, my first con, uh, my very first con, I was 13 and I actually did. I actually was a volunteer for creation doing security. Huh. So, uh, and there's a plethora of first stories from back then with the original cast. Um, but at photo ops, you know, to be honest with you, I don't have any photo ops. Really? I either, every time I go to these conventions, I either end up working in one way or another, you know, but the very, the very, we're talking 1994 was my very, very first convention. Um, and that was, you know, the creation grand slam out in Pasadena, California. Yeah, I, now that I think about it, I really don't have any photo ops because I'm usually behind the camera, not in front. Uh, so no, I don't. I don't have too many of those autograph stuff. Okay, I've done that. Uh, you know, been there, done that before. Uh, but um, but photo ops, no, I can't say. I, I, I don't think I have any. So how about other uh, other favorite celebrity interactions aside from the story you just told us? Oh, let's see here. Goodness gracious. Oh, okay. Another celebrity interaction. Um, again, now that I do the radio thing and I, I try to give back to, to give people the, a chance to have a once in a lifetime experience that they may not have just coming in as a guest. So um, this is kind of a two piece story. I'll try to make it quick. 2013. Uh, I had a friend of mine online who I met online uh, through the fleet who said he was coming to the convention and uh, lo and behold, I ran into Grace Lee Whitney, God rest her soul. Oh. Um, now, I've known Grace since I was like 12 years old uh, because uh, my best friend, Eric, and I were Alateen supporters, Alcoholics Anonymous supporters. Right. And she guest spoke a lot at Alcoholics Anonymous con- uh, uh, conventions. So that's where I met her. And I didn't even know who she was because I was not a big TOS fan. I never watched TOS. I grew up on Next Generation. So when I met her, they're like, oh, yeah, this is Yeoman Janice Rand. Okay, that means what to me? You know, that's kind of how it was. I wasn't trying to be rude, but it was just like, okay, cool. She was in Star Trek. Now, at years later, 
you know, once I, you know, it was just one of those things where it's like, okay, you know, it was just, we met in the hallway, we ended up walking down to the convention floor and ran into my friend from online. I said, hey, look, this is Grace Lee Whitney. His, he turned stone white. Um, and he's just like, uh, uh, uh. So then she says, hey, I'm missing a box. And we start into this little, you know, this little story. She goes, I'm missing a box of books I need to have for my table so I can autograph. And my friend said, hey, well, I'll go look for it. So she paid him some money and said, hey, go check at the front desk and see if my box has arrived. And he took off running the whole I never I heard the story on and on every day for years that he went on a mission for Yeoman Janice Rand. <laughs> that was that was I was just like I was like, OK, I, I'll tip my hat. I hope I'll make that happen a little bit. You know, so he's got a memory now with her that will live forever. Uh, you know, and then the first time my girlfriend came to a convention, which would have been for 2014, I introduced her to Jonathan Frakes. Again, the, the connection with that was that his wife worked on General Hospital. Uh-huh. So I walked up to Jonathan Frakes and she's nervous trying to hide behind me so that, you know, she can, you know, just like, no, I said, introduce yourself and, you know, tell her how much you, you know, you enjoy, you know, his wife's work. And they started talking real quick and stuff like that at his table, you know, so that was, you know, I try to, if I can, you know, provide a unique experience for people because it's, it's my way of giving back. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed with the ability to, you know, get press passes and be a vendor and go to these conventions and stuff like that and, you know, get that behind the scenes kind of access. And if I can share that with somebody, then I've then I'm still doing something good. I'm doing something right. That's awesome, That's awesome. man. Very much in the spirit of Star Trek. Definitely. Yep. He's living it. He's living it. <laughs> I am. I'm like I said, I'm blessed. Yeah, very much so. So uh, we already kind of went into advice. For uh, con newbies, we did the whole health section earlier, so that was going to be part of first cons. But anything else that you can think of for uh, anybody who's new to the con that's coming for the first time that uh, they can do to have a better time? Uh, Things that you can do to have a better time. Don't go at it alone. Mm -hmm. You know, um, if you're coming alone, that's great. Try to find people. This is a silly statement. Try to find people who have the same interests. (laughs) Um, but you'll find that the vets, the veterans like myself and others, Heather and, and all that, you know, if, if somebody new comes up to you and asks you a question, you know, we'll be happy to point you in the right direction, you know, and, and, and let you know this, that, and the other and how to get about. Uh, one of the advices I can say is um, what I see happen a lot is people come and all of a sudden they hit the vendor room and they buy a bunch of stuff and they go, well, how am I supposed to get all this back home? <laughs> Okay, and there's some great stuff. I love going to the vendor's room just for the toys. There's tons and tons and tons of stuff and collectibles. Uh, carry cash because cash works best. Yeah. Um, there are vendors that use you know the, the the square and this that and the other for credit cards and stuff like this, but you know you know cash and latinum. You know well, <laughs> but uh, you know but you want you want to make sure you have cash on hand. Um, and stuff like that. And then when it comes to making your collectible purchase, not necessarily pictures because pictures, you know, you can get covers and stuff like that and put them in sleeves to protect them. But, you know, as far as trying to get stuff home, especially if you want to get something big or bulky, you know, you're worried about, well, you know, if you didn't drive in and you're flying, uh, there is a UPS center on the way down to the main convention room where you can literally ship anything and everything 
uh, right out, and they will take care of it all right there. It's 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 a little pricey because it is inside the hotel, as I've learned. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but I've had stuff shipped in and shipped out from there, and they're really awesome. You know, to help you out, and you know, with poster tubes and this, that, and the other. They they stock up, and they know every year we're going to need this stuff because people are going to need it uh, to help protect items and stuff like that. So, you know, don't get nervous about oh, I want to buy this, want to buy that, and then you're trying to cram it into your suitcase. You know, <laughs> ship it home, ship it home yeah. because it's just you know the extra expense to protect a memory like that. It, you know, it, it I think it's worth it. Yeah, the poster poster things are good yes. to point out too because you are not going to find one of those in the vendor's room. No, <laughs> like, no, no. The, you, you'll find picture protectors, but yeah. post tubes and stuff like that. Yeah, you're going to want to shop. Yeah, you're not going to find one. If you want to bring one yourself, feel free to do that. But that there, um, when they were doing the Blu-ray previews for TNG, they yes. would have a panel about that, and every time they would give out a poster, and I've got. <laughs> two of them that I was able to get back home. Um, I do not have any others, but I remember people were just running around the vendor's room. Do you have a poster tube? Do you have a poster tube? No. <laughs> it's very, it's very easy to, to, to scratch or ding a collectible or, or whatnot. You just, you know, get it, run it back up to your room and then come back down to the floor. Yes. It's an extra trip, but it just makes it a little bit safer uh, yeah. for your, for your collectible and stuff like that. Great advice. Absolutely. Great. Awesome. So, Tom, it has been an absolute pleasure. I could do this all day. Yeah. yeah, we could, too. We could, too. <laughs> so we are definitely going to be talking to you on the show floor when we get out there. And maybe I'll have you two come on my show. Oh, oh that, would that would be, be so awesome. Definitely. Yes. Absolutely. We accept. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. We'll coordinate it and get you guys to come down and do it live. It's very different. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. It's going to be awesome. So speaking of your show, as we're wrapping up, you have anything you'd like to plug on the way out? Feel free to tune in to trekradio.net. Like I said, it's 24 hours a day, seven days a week. There is an Android app on the Google Store. We do not have one for Apple. We do apologize for that. We couldn't get get it to work right. Uh, But you can still listen to the live stream either way by tuning in to the website. Uh, We will be broadcasting live from the convention floor pretty much off and on throughout the entire convention. Uh, as well as uh, other programming that we'll make available to you. Uh, any tips and tricks that we have, we'll be happy to spread along. Any uh, scheduling stuff, we'll be happy to talk about. Uh, my show, Stoked, uh, is currently on hiatus until after the convention uh, as we gear up and, and pack up equipment for that. So, uh, But you can always find me trolling around somewhere on somebody else's show, whether it be Tribbles and Ecstasy or... Or Terra Nova or whatnot. Uh, just tune in and listen. Give it a like, you know, and uh, obviously stop by the booth, say hi. And like I said, hopefully we'll have uh, everybody here from the Tricorder Transmissions as well as uh, a multitude of other talent uh, coming by and stopping by with us uh, to share their experiences just like I have with you. Yay. Awesome. Well, let us know if you get the, 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 hand sanitizer stuff too um so that we can just throw that out we're going to do i think at least one episode right before the convention uh with all of our last minute stuff so i want to definitely make sure we remind everybody if you've got them i I will certainly try if not i will make sure that we that we keep something like that on hand and on you know on site awesome excellent so once again tom thanks so much for being a part of shore leave thank you very much appreciate you having me Hey guys, we are back with part four of our Vendor Room Spectacular, and this time Heather and I have with us Charity Wood from Bye Bye Robot. How's it going? Great. How about you guys? 
Doing good. Yeah. Awesome. Doing, doing Super well. excited. <laughs> I think we all are excited. This is uh, this has been a really fun series so far, and we're wrapping up here with Charity, who's an awesome, awesome artist. If you uh, haven't been to the con and seen her work or seen her website, you're in for a real treat. Uh, Charity, can you tell us a little bit about Bye Bye Robot and what you do? Uh, yeah, totally. Um, we are a um, sort of a geek culture art website, and right now we're um, pretty much almost solely devoted to Star Trek right now. We have a license with CBS and we're licensed wow. to um, do original artwork based off of the shows. That's phenomenal. So I didn't cool. even realize you were licensed. Oh yeah, totally. Okay, I, I'm looking at some of your artwork now and reading some of the descriptions of how you do what you do. Can you can you hmm. go into a little bit about how you produce these works of art because they're very unique oh yeah sure um well what we do is it started with just me because i was like an artist at my first con and thought wow this would be super cool to to do i don't see anything like this and i was like i'd like to collect this and then i was like wait a minute i can do this <laughs> so <laughs> i i decided to try for it and um you know, started muddling my way through the process and made my first few star trek paintings um eventually we started bringing on other artists. So now it's not just me. I think we've got about 10 or 15 wow. artists that we work with. And um, we basically are just a bunch of fans and love the shows and love the movies and, you know, get to uh, legally express our appreciation for them. And, um, <laughs> you know, we, we do like the original paintings. And um, I think probably the majority of the artists um, and I uh, work in traditional media. So like, paint on canvas and, um, or board some, you know, some people like a hard substrate. And then I think a third of us maybe work in digital media. You can tell like, you know, some people are, the, there's like graphic styles, you know, that are more yeah. like retro graphics and stuff. So those are, those are done digitally. And then, um, we, for the originals, we scan and, um, pre-press all our original paintings and then we, you know, move to the print stage and that's where we get to, uh, interact with all the fans is providing some, you know, cool Star Trek art that might not be out there otherwise. Very original. I love like everything that you have from all of your artists. I want it all in my home. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I would go totally broke. If I bought all this stuff, I'd be broke, but I would be <laughs> right. so happy because I wouldn't be able to leave the house, but I'd be able to stare at this stuff all day. Oh, thank you. Yes. I see on your site, you have a, uh, several of the ships. I see the original mm -hmm. uh, NCC-1701. I see the NX-01. I see Voyager. Have you guys done all of the ships or the main ships? Most of the main ships. Um, I, I'm trying to personally, um, in the series I'm doing, trying to get to all of the ships. My next one that I'm working on, you know, shh, don't tell anybody, but it's the Defiant. So. I knew it. About that. <laughs> nice. Um, and then I think we we um, we have one of our artists that um, Jeff Foster that does the impressionist style. He's mm. done a Defiant, um, and he's done quite a few of the ships as well. And then we have guy. Maybe between all the artists, we have done all the ships. I'm not, I mean, you know, not all, but you know, mm. major ones. It's getting close now, actually. Now that you say that. So you're going to have a booth at the 2016 Vegas convention, correct? Absolutely. Awesome. Are you gonna? What kind of prints are you gonna have available? You're you're gonna have your whole catalog, or we're probably gonna have our whole catalog. We uh, are starting to run out of space. We've noticed that our last few conventions, that if we try to bring our whole catalog, then like you know things are starting. We've we've got too many, which is I guess a good problem. That um, <laughs> we we're starting to run out of space, and, and things are getting covered up. So 
we're trying to figure that out. We want to bring our whole catalog, but we might not. Um, and a little spoiler, we might be debuting some there as well. So yeah, we're excited about those too. So then we're going to need more keep them for secret or? <laughs> Oh no. Uh, I mean, yes, but no. <laughs> okay. We won't pry. Maybe Heather will pry. Heather, try to pry. <laughs> so we're hoping to have, I, I know that we've got like, three i believe that are definites and then we've got maybe three or four others that so we may end up bringing like six or seven new things wow that's a lot we're stoked and and if we can get everything you know finished out on time we're starting to get down to the wire now because it's you know halfway through june but we're hoping everything will time out correctly you know um and if it does yay yeah that would be great if not, mm-hmm. you've still got tons of great stuff. And then awesome. if Thanks. anything, you can maybe do like a preview if you've got just like a, a print available that people could pre-order the print That's or something like that. That's a neat idea. Like I never even thought of that. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Glad we'll to help. <laughs> totally. So I have a burning question. Mm-hmm. Are you going to have the Gorn headshot? Yes. All yeah, right, I'm buying will. one. You got one sold. <laughs> okay, good. And I want it autographed. Uh, awesome. Totally. So I have room in my new studio here, the new tricorder studio. I'm going to hang up the Gorn head. Yes. Oh, neat. Well, see, when you do that, then you should take a photo and stick it on our uh, Facebook page. I absolutely love that. will. Yes, I need to put my photo. I put it on Twitter, but I didn't put it directly on the Facebook page. So I will oh, do that. Um, Twitter's awesome too. Yeah. I, I love to share it. And I just, as you know, I just got the Take Your Leave Risa print yeah. from Steve Thomas um, a few weeks ago that I have just oogled and awed over at STLV, <laughs> like every year that you've been there. And so here's one question. I know yeah. that a lot of people don't ha- have the, the poster, um, containers like to put it in when you buy one, yeah. um, tube, poster tube. There we go. Right. I, uh-huh. Um, so do you guys have poster tubes that if someone buys a, a print from you, they'll, they can get the tube from you? We do. Yeah. Oh. Uh huh. We do. Um, and we, we brought a ton of them with us last year as well. I mean, we bring some with us all the time. Um, last year we thought we brought enough and we (laughs) ended up having to like run out and locally buy some more and, and bring them in because we ended up running out of them so quickly. But yes, we do. Yeah. Awesome. You're like the only one in the vendor's room. We've kind of sent out (laughs) cautions to people that the only place you're going to be able to find one if you buy a print is the UPS store in the Rio. But that's right. Great to know. Um, yep, we've got them there and buy them. Yeah, and and it's so easy, right? Because then you can just go mail it from the. Yep. The, um, is it UPS or FedEx or whoever? Yeah, I, I UPS, forget. I think is it UPS? I don't. Yeah. Is it UPS? Yeah. So then mm-hmm. you can okay. just like walk down the hallway and, and mail it, and, and then you don't even it. have to like shove it in your luggage or whatever. Yeah, that's what my big concern was. Was just that even if I put it in a tube, somehow I mess <laughs> it up, and oh my gosh, and nah. <laughs> and so I I didn't get it, and then I was I'm just always disappointed, and Aww. it goes with the theme of my bedroom, which is like kind of like ocean stuff. Oh, cool. And uh, so especially with Shore Leave podcast now, I was like, <laughs> I have to get it. I have to put it in my room. So that is my little piece of Star Trek that is gracing my bedroom. I see it every night. I love it. Oh, too fun. Well, we're honored. Yay. Awesome. So how many, how many STLVs have you done? Um, I think our first one, well, our first one as a vendor, I, you know, honestly, the very first convention I went to, I went there 
in to STLV 2011, I think mm-hmm. the last year, whatever the last year it was at the Hilton is the, and that was like the first convention I'd ever been to of any sort. Oh, wow. Um, and went there and then, but just as an attendee. And then I think it was the following year. I want to say the following year we were there. Guy, when was that? I'm so bad with time, but I want to say the following year we were there as Bye Bye Robot the next time. It, you know, it might've been year after that actually. But one of those, I mean, it was it was either 2012 or 2013 that we were there um, as Bye Bye Robot for the first time. And then we've been there, I think, consistently since. Yeah, I think so. Because I make a note and you've got a great booth. I mean, you've got like... Oh, thank you. Like what, like two, two booth sizes full. Yeah. And everything is just displayed very nicely. And thank you're you. always busy. <laughs> Yeah, it seems like that. That's that's great. Um, we tried to squeeze it into one booth section one of the years, and we were like, whoa, this is way too difficult. So we expanded out and did the two, and that's, well, we can even, you know, sit down now. We can breathe a little better. It's it's much uh, more comfortable. And of all the STLVs that you've done so far, have you ha- – I'm sure that some of the Star Trek celebs have visited your booth. Do you have any favorite celebrity interactions? Well – I know I'm going to get mixed up because we we go to other conventions as well besides mm-hmm. STLV. Um, uh, can I talk about those two or sure, just why not? STLV? okay? Okay, because at STLV, I think Bobby Clark. We just love it when he comes by, and <laughs> and it seems like he comes by every year and and hangs out and talks with us for a while. That's fantastic. We get um, a lot of them. Just you know, I think a lot of them on the downtime when when somebody else is on panel or something they sort of walk around the vendor rooms and and take a peek at whatever's there and so everybody's always just so nice they always you know walk by hang out for a minute say hi you know chat about stuff and and so it's it's always just a real nice experience the um the one that stands out um and i believe it was at the austin comic con um the year of the 25th anniversary for TNG was uh will wheaton it was it was such a funny thing because we debuted or almost debuted our TNG 25 poster there that has um, most of the bridge crew. And I say most because that's plays into the story heavily. Most of the bridge crew on the poster and Will's not on it. And, um, and, and I guess he started, everybody was bringing it up to have all of them signed because it turned out the whole crew was there at that convention. And, and so everybody was getting that poster signed and they would bring it back to our booth and be like, look, this is amazing, you know, and stuff. And I guess Will Wheaton had signed so many of them and knowing he wasn't on there, like by the end of it, he started drawing himself in, in a little stick figure <laughs> and then signing under that. And at one point he even came by the booth and was, was, you know, given us a, a good hearted hard time to, you know, why didn't you put me on the poster and stuff? So, mm-hmm. and, but he was super sweet about it and super nice. And it was all in good fun. And, and I thought that was, that was a fun interaction that I think I'm going to remember forever. I'm so jealous. I, I, I know he has a, he has a battle with creation, so he probably won't show up to another creation gig. I just wish oh, he would show up to the bummer. 50th. That would be great. That would be so awesome if he did. Yeah. So now thinking back on your interactions with people at the STLV conventions, have you had any favorite memories of uh, people uh, who are patrons or fans of Trek who bought your your materials? You know, I just love it when uh, fans that have bought our posters have them signed and bring them back and show us the the autographs. I don't know why I get such a kick out of that. It's so cool that – and then – and then when I hear them, you know, sort of relay what the actors had said as they were signing, you know, their thoughts about the posters and, you know, this or that. And um, it's just always 
especially, you know, like when it's something nice about your work, it just, as an artist, you're like, that's great. Now I can go on, you know, like, I don't know. I, I, in particular, I don't know if all artists, but you know, we're always like, it's not good enough. I'm not good enough, you know? And so it's always like great to hear it when, like, when the people who inspired you to make art actually like your art, that's super cool. So I love hearing about that when they, when they bring it back and they tell us all about what they said and I just get a kick out of that. That is very cool. I think Heather's kind of been going through this, something similar, haven't you? (laughs) When you're podcasting with the with just get, getting feedback and whatnot, yeah, it's I go through because this is the first time that I've ever done podcasting. Um, uh-huh. I started with like a, a supplemental that we did, and uh, after I just I thought I kind of thought of this idea and pitched it to Jeff for shore leave, and it became a reality. And um, you know, we we really try to to make it heartfelt um, because for us, STLV is about the fans and the people that go, not so much the the glitz and glamour side. Totally. Um, and I've had, you know, every time that I do the podcast, at the end of it, I'm like, oh my gosh, did I just sound really stupid? Like, did I say something? <laughs> Especially with because um, I've I've branched out with Tricorder to do the um, the Gold Key comics and some of the animated Ooh. series, yeah. and I I will I will just honestly admit I don't have the encyclopedia of Star Trek in my head. I can't <laughs> remember everything about every episode and this and that, and even sometimes just like the first comic. Um, I think Jeff had picked up on something and I, that I didn't get. And he asked me about it and I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't even know what to say. Um, so I go through that that period of, oh, gosh, was, you know, <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then I have gotten messages from people just reaching out and telling me that this thing that I said touched them a certain way um, or this inspired them. And it's yes, it is so extremely rewarding to hear that, um, not just from from fans, but from friends. I definitely understand that that uh, high of emotion there. Right. And it helps you keep going, doesn't it? It's, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most definitely. And uh, doing the podcasting and, you know, you know, my profession, I own a business uh-huh. and, and take care of pets. And so anytime a client gives me that kind of feedback. Um, so I, it's so important to get that from people um, mm-hmm. and, and to really feel appreciated and to know that what you what you're doing is good. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really meaningful. And so being able to do that here, I mean, I'm just passionate about STLV. I'm like, I, I reached the trifecta. There's some little meme that goes around. It's like, find one hobby that makes you money, one hobby that makes you healthy or that keeps you healthy. And then one, um, that keeps you creative. And, you know, I, we're creating in a way with a podcast, I'm not creating art, um, but we're creating community and we're creating media and so I'm like, I've got that, I've got my profession and I've got my, my little orange theory fitness. So I've got it all. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. And all those things are definitely what keeps me going. So Charity, I have to ask you, since you're here and you've been to many conventions uh, in the past, do you have any advice for people who are coming to Vegas for the first time 
in 2016? Um, you know what? I get the feeling that this one is going to be far beyond what we've even experienced mm. all of us. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I'm starting to hear like, well, didn't they sell out like super yep. quick? <laughs> and I'm, I'm starting to think this is going to be a con like no other, you know, yeah. like this, I, I, I can give you advice on, on the cons I know, but I'm not sure this is going to be one of those. I would say probably the best advice twofold. And take it or leave it, right? I mean, it could be lousy advice. <laughs> but, but I would think to make sure get some sleep because wowzers, it's it's pretty tough to get back in your room at night because you want to keep hanging out and, and you just don't and you lose track of time. Um, yeah. But if you want to get up, if you've got a favorite panel or something that you want to see, make sure you get some sleep. And then secondly, I and this is really advice for myself. And so I'm saying it out loud so that I remember it, but, um, (laughs) just step back, right. Take a breath and step back. Like if it starts to get overwhelming, which I'm sure it's going to be for me just because it's going to be so crowded. There's just going to be like, what are they expecting? Like twice as many people as usual. Like (sighs) it's so crazy. (laughs) Um, and so like, I'm just like, my advice for myself is just pause and, you know, breathe <laughs> because, <laughs> because I'm sure at some point I'm, I'm just going to be like overwhelmed. It's, it's the crowds. I, I just expect the crowds to be yeah. really giant. So yeah. I think that's probably two things advice. And I think I'm trying to try to take both of those pieces of advice myself. So excellent think, advice. yes, great advice. <laughs> and it, it, I came up with a question for you. Um, nice. I know in the past you've had like some of the artists come with you. Do you know yeah. which artists are going to be with you this year? Um, so I believe Jeff Foster will be there. I think his schedule only allows him to be there over the weekend though. Um, he's usually there with us the entire time. Um, last year we had Jeff Foster and Drew Riley, but I don't think she's going to be able to be with us again this year. I know her schedule has changed a bit as well. So I think it's just going to be Jeff and I as the artists there this year. And then we have other people that help us. Yeah. Good. I was going to say, like, (laughs) we're, I've kind of like offered myself to all these different people. Like if you need help, if you need a bathroom break, just text me. Let me know. I might totally take you up on that. Oh my gosh. I might, because I I'm, I'm calling friends and stuff and I'm going, you know, I might need your help. And so I don't want to pester too many people or or like the same person all all the time. So I might try to spread it out and I totally might take you up on that. (laughs) Yeah. I'll make sure that you've got my number and everything so that if you need help i would i would love to work for you (laughs) thank you so much so is there anything else that you'd like to say charity before we wrap up i'd like to say thank you to the fans i i just have super stoked that they're out there and that you know we we get such a good reception from them that i just i want to say thanks so um you know keep on watching the shows (laughs) awesome and would you be willing to come back after the convention to shore leave and, and tell us how everything went for you Absolutely. Awesome. Yay. So where can people find you online and on social media? Sure. Um, That is uh, byebyerobot.com. That's B-Y-E-B-Y-E robot.com. And um, under the same name, we are on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you so much, Charity, for coming on the show. This has been a lot of fun. I'm so so excited. So excited to see the new stuff. Oh, good. Excited to preview or, or, or not preview it, but uh, show it off. So, yeah. I was going to say maybe we could have a little quick uh, recording with you at the table when you have a little bit of a lull for, for our on-site coverage. We'd love that. Awesome. Thanks again so much. And, and Heather, do you have anything else you want to say before we close? 
Oh no, just definitely make sure to stop by their booth because their art is outstanding and you will not be able to walk away without buying something. Uh, I know I'm going to be buying at least one thing, if not two or three. <laughs> so thank you once again, Jared. It's been a pleasure having you. Thank you so much. Hi there. Thanks again for listening. If you're cruising the galaxy looking for even more Trek talk, why not visit our good friends Bill and Dan over at TrekGeeks.com? They've got a great podcast that covers a wide range of Star Trek topics, so you're sure to find something you'll love. And if you're in the mood for some awesome tunes, then you really need to head over to 5yearmission.net. The guys are writing a song for every episode of the original series, and each one is absolutely brilliant. So that's TrekGeeks.com and 5yearmission.net. Check them out today.